and welcome to the Jargon Buster series. I'm your host, Geetanjali Devaka. Did you know that it is important to know the residential status of a taxpayer while filing income tax returns? In this episode, Business Line's research analyst, Satya Santanam, joins us in discussing more details with regards to the residential status of a taxpayer. Hi, Satya. Welcome to Jargon Busters. Tell me, why is it important to know the residential status of a taxpayer? Hi, Geeta Anjali. Thank you for having me on the show. Yes, coming to the residential status, it is important to know the residential status of a taxpayer to determine the taxability of income earned by such taxpayer. Well, could you tell us more about this? Yes, but what we would be discussing in this podcast is only applicable for FY20. that is the financial year for which we have to file the tax return within december 31st 2020 or whatever is the extended due date for fy21 the residency rules are different as announced in the last budget so tell us more about the residential status of a taxpayer yes based on the period of stay in india a taxpayer is categorized as either resident or resident but not ordinarily resident or non resident not ordinarily resident and the non resident enjoy tax advantages over residents oh really how in the case of residents all their incomes accrued or received in india as well as abroad are taxed in india in the case of not ordinarily resident and non residents what is taxed as per the income tax act is largely only incomes that are accrued or received in india also Reporting and compliance requirements are tougher for residents. For instance, residents have to report their foreign assets and income earned from foreign assets in their tax returns. While non-residents and non-ordinary residents are not liable to disclose such details. So, it is beneficial to be categorized as a non-resident or not ordinarily resident rather than a resident under income tax laws. But who is considered as a non-resident? simple a person who is not a resident in india in a financial year becomes a non resident you're kidding me right no it's not me it's the income tax act itself that says it a taxpayer becomes a non resident if he or she doesn't fit in the definition of resident all right so who is a resident an individual is considered a resident in india in a financial year if she or he satisfy either of the two basic conditions You might want to note them down they are a little complicated well do now what are these conditions the first condition is that the individual stays in india for at least 182 days that is about 6 months in a financial year the second condition is that the taxpayer stays in india for at least 60 days that is about 2 months in a financial year and for at least a total of 365 days in the 4 years preceding the financial year to put that in perspective if we take financial year 20 first condition 182 days in fy20 or second condition 60 days in fy20 and 365 days in four years preceding fy20 so if a taxpayer satisfies either of the conditions he or she will be a resident of india would you be able to give us an example sure say during financial year 20 
Arya, who is an Indian citizen, left India for the first time on August 1st, 2019 to visit her relatives abroad and returned only in April 2020. So Arya is in India for 123 days in FY20. That is from April 1st, 2019 to August 1st, 2019. She did not meet the first condition of staying at least 182 days in a financial year. But she will be considered a resident in India for FY20. That's because she meets the second basic condition. She stayed in India for at least 60 days in FY20 and for at least 365 days during the preceding four years. Remember, I told you she left India for the first time in August 1st, 2019. OK, that is all right. Wait, there's more. The second basic condition that is 60 days in the financial year and at least 365 days in preceding four financial years is slightly different in case of Indian citizen leaving the country for employment outside India or as a member of the crew of an Indian ship or when an Indian citizen or a person of Indian origin comes on a visit to India. To put it simply, person of Indian origin or those having Indian roots, but don't generally stay in India. Okay, so how is the second condition different in their case? The period of stay in India is relaxed from at least 60 days in a financial year to at least 182 days in a financial year. We say relaxation because a person become resident only if they stay in India for a longer period in this case, like 182 days or more, instead of shorter period in earlier condition, that is 60 days or more. In our previous example, we discussed that Arya who left India to visit relatives and stayed in India for only 123 days is qualified as a resident because of meeting the second condition, right? Yes. Now, had Arya left India for taking up employment abroad with stay in India for same 123 days as earlier, she will not be considered a resident in India for FY20 in this case. That's because she left India for employment purpose, unlike leaving India to visit her relatives in the earlier case. And her stay in India is 123 days, which is less than 182 days in a year. Thus, she is a non-resident for tax purposes. Okay. Now, let's consider another example, Salman, settled down in Australia, a person of Indian origin visiting India for five months in every financial year to look after his family. In financial year 20, he visited for five months. Salman will still not be considered a resident since he stayed in India for less than 182 days in FY20. It doesn't matter that his total stay in India of about 600 days during the four year preceding financial years FY16 to FY19 was more than 365 days. Salman is considered a non-resident for FY20. But when does a not ordinary resident come into picture? Once a person is categorized a resident, there is still some leeway given to him or her to escape the obligations of a resident taxpayer who is liable to pay tax on both India and global income. The benefit is available if a person qualifies as a not ordinarily resident. Okay, what are the conditions to become a not ordinary resident? An individual is considered as not ordinarily resident in a financial year if either of the two conditions are satisfied. One, if she is a non-resident in India in nine out of the 10 previous years preceding that year. Two, if she has been in India for a maximum of 729 days during the seven years preceding the financial year. Say a person named Reema 
who has been employed abroad for many years visits her family in india every year for short visits of about 30 days but in fy 20 she stayed in india for almost 7 months as per the basic conditions for the residency test reema is a resident in fy 20 as she stayed for at least 182 days in india in that year but reema can still be not ordinarily resident if she has been a non resident in 9 out of the preceding 10 years during fy 10 to fy 19 or has stayed in india for less than 730 days in a preceding 7 years that is during fy 13 to fy 19 given that reema has earlier been visiting for only about 30 days in a year she would meet the second condition and qualify as a not ordinarily resident All right. Are there any other conditions? No, that's all. To sum it up, a person becomes a non-resident if he or she is not a resident in India. If the taxpayer is a resident, the individual has to check if he or she is a not ordinarily resident. In case of not ordinarily resident, foreign income earned outside India will not be taxed. If he or she is a resident, global income too will be taxed in India in addition to income earned in India. Satya, last week we had discussed about ITR forms. When should an NRI file an income tax return? And for the benefit of the listeners, could you tell us more about the ITR forms that they would have to file? Sure. In case of a non-resident, if the income earned from India sources exceed two lakh fifty thousand rupees in a financial year, then income tax return must be filed. As said earlier, they can use ITR two to file the return of income. If that NRI has income from business or profession in India, then return is required to be filed in form ITR three. Thank you, Satya, for joining us on Jargon Busters. Tune in to another episode next week. Until then, follow our podcast channel, Business Line Podcast, on Spotify and Google Podcasts, as well as our website, www. thehindubusinessline. com.